Yes, sir. So, you think you're untouchable? Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel word life. This is basic basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel whether fighting or spitting my discipline. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. We're going to get into a little bit of that bumps and banner. My name is fucking dope. Two G's. Please respect it. My name is Nine Khan. And today we bring you the doctor. We bring you our episode, Basic Thugonomics. Because that's what we're getting at in this episode. We just had John Cena, you know, pull up on Monday Night Raw. My favorite John Cena moment is the basic thugonomics moment. Like, Jersey's out every week. He come through with the bars, light a nigga up, shit on in hometown, and get over, get heel heat. You know what I'm saying? Easy, quick. He was It was working immediately. Just wanted to throw that out there. But other than that, you know, there was some thug shit going on at Forbidden Door. That's the last time we was here we was talking about Forbidden Door. Some thug shit happened. Sting did some thug shit. You remember that shit Sting did? The, the flying shit where he was Sting in the rafters and then all of a sudden... Sting don't want to make it past God. <laughs> he ain't trying to make it Sting's to next man. birthday is lit. Because he's done a lot this year. Proud to Sting. But then, you know... WWE pretty much thugged us out with this pay-per-view. He gave us all the titles except for the one that we actually care about. <laughs> they going to give us the last man standing at SummerSlam. Oh, man. A match that we've seen a hundred times. It's, 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 it's funny. It's, it's thug. That's some thug shit WWE just pulled on us. Vince Realistically, he yeah, Vince McMahon is a thug. He be paying three mil for people to shut the fuck up. That's thug money. See, not we, much we, money. We, 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 we ain't going to We ain't going to that. But no, nah. let's get off with this forbidden door because that was the first thug shit I can remember. That shit happened Sunday. Uh, great, great pay per view. If if you had to give it a, a rating now and then we'll come back, what's your rating? If I'm not rating now. I'm giving it three point five out of five. Oh damn, that's crazy. That's a is a guy who that's a AEW guy saying that that three, that's I thought this was a great pay per view, bro. I gave it definitely four and a half stars. This, I thought this was better than WrestleMania. This paper man, how all their stars were missing, all of the all the, the people wrestling really, in this pay per view by far was better than eighty percent of the other pay per views in AEW. By far, four and a half stars in my eyes. The wrestling, the stories that were told, the wrestling was good. Other than Adam Cole's injury, and they couldn't finish their 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 finish, they couldn't get their finish off. Buddy dropped like a fucking. If like his if that happened, was. like they they called a like they wrestled on all elite wrestling. That was the first time I felt like that was a wrestling show. Like, even the, the biggest gimmick, Orange Cassidy, wrestled. Like, it was a wrestling match. It was, it, every match was a wrestling match. And it felt good to watch good wrestling. 
And they gave me that. So I gave it four and a half out of five stars. And that's just the WWE guy talking. Perfect I it three and a half out of five. We'll get into it. Um, I just want to talk about two things that was on the pre-show. Um, you got the Swerve in our glory. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I can't wait to Swerve. Swerve on Keith Lee ass. I think it's going to be the other way around. No, he going swerve and go heel. I don't, I don't want to talk about heels and faces and all elite wrestling anymore. Forbidden Door has happened. <laughs> I and think everything is about to change. We had but, the Gun Club and, and, Max and Max Caster versus the, the boys from the dojo. And I just like to say that Anthony Bonds calls Billy Gun Daddy ass. Yeah, he does. He says, now scissor me, daddy ass. And I was like, I didn't know whether to be entertained or disturbed. The claim are, they're becoming a staple in all of the league that you kind of, they, they, that they won't be able to get rid of. Well, wait As a mid-card staple, no, I think they get, they'll it's be able, going to I'm be telling perfect. you, wait till the day. Did they put the belts on them, boys? <laughs> I don't think they ever put the belts on them. They I should. Think, I think they should. It's a mistake if they. If, it's a mistake not putting the belts. The claim on them. The and the gun heat. club are are good potential oh, the gun, tag teams, bro. Which, that can no, be no, around no, no, for no, no, a no. long time. No, you're talking about you're talking about in five years the two top teams in AEW, the Gun Club and the Acclaimed. I think, mm, bro, the Gun I Club, bro. It. First of all, they're so good. Austin and Colton are so good, bro. I personally like that. And uh, claim, I mean, I'm telling you, two out of the top five tag teams in five years. Remember, I said that. We'll be here, and these these exist. This is in real time. We <laughs> can always come back to this. We're only six minutes in. We we'll don't have to look that far either. So we're gonna we're gonna take that. We're gonna take that and remember that. That's nine. What is that? You said three year plan. Yeah. Okay. Three to five years in the next five years. Um, but other than that, the first match on the card was uh, Jericho and Guevara and Suzuki versus Kingston, Umino, and Willa Yuta. Now, I didn't know that there was a little story with Jericho and Umino. Jericho put Boy in the Lion Tamer in Japan some time back, treated him like a little bitch. Yeah. He wanted some payback. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's the wizard. Uh, Jericho and them won, and they get the advantage in blood and guts. That was the stipulation that they. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm happy that happened. That was a good. They that, get that they get the advantage, but now the BCC has. We'll get to that. We'll get they to that. Gotten that. We'll get. They to that. they have a lot of. The, I think the BCC will have a good story. Of how it how it goes. I don't know how it goes. If Dave Bryan's not in it, Eddie Kingston's in it. Eddie Kingston still has some problems with Claudio, man. Some Ring of Honor beef that goes back a while. I don't know how, how many people paid attention to the ending of the show. We haven't gotten there yet, but I like what's going on with Blood and Guts uh, so far. I think Jericho and them need the advantage, <laughs> you know. So like, this was a good win for them. And it's also always good to see Minoru Suzuki because Minoru Suzuki really slaps the shit out of people. And that's good enough for me. 
So yeah, um, blood and gut should be interesting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. I think um, the Jericho Appreciation Society definitely loses. But who cares? We're going to get a crazy match. And because uh, I don't even know if NXT is still doing war games. I don't even care, to be honest. I don't even care, to be honest. I'm, we don't watch NXT. I mean, I've been trying. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've been trying. Oh. But... You're a good one. I don't try. I know. I try. It's, it's How hard. How do you try and you hear? No, right now it doesn't count. Today doesn't count. I'm not last trying. Last week don't count either, I guess. Yeah, no. Last so week you try for what? I try. Those three weeks that this we were all trying. Tried. Yeah, that was me trying. I can tell y'all now, I didn't bat an eye. I, I fucked that shit. Yeah, so If no. something good happened on NXT, I'll see it in the dirt sheet. <laughs> all in all, it was, it was, it was good to see. It was a, it was a good match. You know, that one was decent. We're going to see blood and guts. We're going to see how that roll out. Then we had the greatest tag team in the world versus a really good tag team from across the world versus uh okay tag team that that got here because the Hardys are the Hardys, ultimately. No. That sounds terrible to say. No. I'm the Hardys ruined this talk about Dax Harwood, United Empire, and Rapongi Vice. Yeah, yeah. Rapongi Vice wasn't supposed to be in this match. They got in this match because Jeff Hardy couldn't get his ish together. They were booked to win the tag titles. This was the a AEW, and this should have been an all. Yes, a three way for all the titles. That's how it was supposed to go. Didn't go that way. But I got a good wrestling match out of this one. Um, I think this was probably one of the most underrated matches on the card. I can look back at this match and say this was the turning point to um, FTR really being the baby face uh, bad guys. I like that. I, I'm here for that. The baby face bad guys because they come kick ass because they're the best tag team in the world, but... Now they're just collecting all the titles. Seven star FTR, baby. That's what they're calling themselves. They said that they're the ones. Uh, ooh, said, uh, one of them said it on uh, Twitter the other day. Dax. Yeah, earlier today. That was crazy. But I think this was a good showing from all, th- all three teams. Rapunky Vice was better than I expected. Trent Beretta is better than I expected. Ocon, I always like. Jeff Cobb has that mean slam. That slam is it's one of the best slams in the, in, in, the, in the game right now. But FTR's FTR. Perfect perfect win. They're, they're the top guys right now for sure. Can't wait till they go against the Bucks again. I think they should give them an Iron Man match. Have the FTR go over. <coughs> it was a decent match. The right people won. The greatest tag team in the world. Top guys on top. I would love to see a tag team Iron Man match. Have you ever seen that? Have we ever seen that? No, and I don't think I don't think I would. I would, I, I, I would love to we see it. We did see it. We saw it at WrestleMania 17. We saw an Iron Man match, all right, with the Hardys, Andrew Christian, and Dudley's TLC. That was long enough for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, FTR Young Bucks, if they go 30-minute Iron Man match, Tag team. 
they can go. You don't have to do that now. Two one. Think about how great. many tag team matches go thirty minutes anyway. So you think it's going an hour? Give no. them the whole rampage? No, I'm not giving no tag team an hour. Why not? Perfect. No. The tag team. It's not the same. Why not? It's not the same. We'll go, we'll go, we'll talk about that on another show. Next, we had <clears throat> what I thought was one of the better matches on the card: the Fatal Four Way, Pac versus Clock versus Miro versus Block. <coughs> Clark Connors impressed everybody. He Maybe he was the guy who who. Who was the, the breakout star of the show? He definitely surprised people. He came out hot. The the miss to 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 uh, Miro's face was a great moment, and that picture is great. They're gonna instill that in AEW. That picture is gonna be instilled. I like the picture of Cody fucking bleeding to death, but no, no, that's a different story. Um, no, nah, this was a good match though. Um, definitely gonna have some feuds continuing out throughout this match. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Malachi Black is not done with Pac. Um, Miro is not done with Malachi Black. Um, Clark Connors is done with all of them because his monkey ass is going back to Japan with a jabroni named Hooventude. But he's gonna be good. He's gonna be a good one. I think he showed a lot of people. Um, He's going to be a star in New Japan eventually. One day, yeah. Um, and I think that day should come sooner than now. Like, he's got to be in the G1 and he's got to have a good show. New Japan's right. getting close to that G1. He got to have a really good show in the G1. Like, he got to make it to the finals and lose. No, that's not happening. The G1's deep. The G1's seven blocks. It's seven people. It's four blocks this year. And seven people. Usually it's two blocks. Of like nine this year is four blocks of seven. Uh, these are some crazy blocks. I want to do the next show. That's what I want to talk about. The next show. I know we're not talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know I'll be doing this one by myself. But I want to talk about the G one. We need rim. We need to find rim. Can we find <laughs> rim one day? Can we actually find rim one day? <laughs> when I'm doing the show for the G one, I'm just gonna say <laughs> like we're just gonna have to just go up. And find him, like, ourselves. Like, we're, we've been hiring help. Like, we might just need to go find him, yo. All in all, Pop deserves this title. He's one of the original guys. And Not who I thought was going to win. Definitely who deserved to win. Yes. <laughs> He's one of the original guys. The original all-league guys. Literally. Uh, and he deserves it just been. He's been putting some good spots and some bad spots in the show. So like some bad ones. Seeing his but story arc in the show is perfect. Let's keep it a band. He gave all of all of AEW's best wrestlers got their best match out of pot. I almost can agree. Name somebody Kenny Omega had a better match <coughs> with than Pop. <coughs> John Marksley. Give me my weed back. That you're, you're thinking about the ending. You're thinking about the ending. The death match was was better. 
Pac is the best wrestler they have. Realistically. No, he's not. He's the most exciting wrestler they had. No, he's not. Who's the most exciting wrestler they had? The most exciting <coughs> between Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin. No. You tripping. It ain't Pac. It's between Ray Phoenix and I'm talking and about Dante like Martin. top guy. Neither of those guys are top guys. Out of your Pac upper mid card. He's an upper mid carder on the show. Upper mid card. He just they won just a gave title. Him, they just gave him the third title. Yeah, <laughs> the third one. It's like winning the cruiserweight title. It's like, like it's like, nigga, it's a step above the twenty four seven title. Yeah, no, realistically, when they come out with the trios, not knocking, not the title's gonna be good eventually. Not knocking it. I think what Tony Khan idea was, I'm gonna make a title that's gonna force me to put it on people that don't normally have belts. That's why it's the All Atlantic title. So well, all these niggas can't wear this belt. <laughs> the way they. They that described the title that, is that it's not uh, based on the champion will defend the title on other places. So this could be someone who goes to New Japan full time and just defends it, comes back or he loses it and then they bring it back or somebody in CMLL or AAA or like Impact. Anything can happen with this title, it looks like. This is going to be the Forbidden Door title. Realistically. The Forbidden Door title. And you're going to keep it on people who aren't usually American, unless you're sending an American to put some prestige on it. You know? That's how I look at it right now. I look at it as a title that's for the niggas that's not American. No. Everybody else who watches is going to look at this title and say, Oh my God, who the hell cares? I'm gonna have to bring that one back. What was the next match? <laughs> um, the next match on here card was dudes with attitudes. Darby oh, Allen, Sting, and Shingo. Shingo versus Takagi, um, El Fantasmo, Matt Jackson, and Nicholas Jackson. Headbuster. The Hartley Bucks. The Hartley Boys. And what you call that nigga? Headbuster. That's just, that's what they call him in New Japan. The headbuster. The the fantastic. El Fantasma. So first of all, I thought so first of all I thought this nigga was a luchador. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not a luchador at all. That was the first thing. Second thing, he came out. He's in shape, but his face make him look like he looks he's, like he's Slater. He drugs. He, he looks, looks like he's Slater. Realistically, he looks—he looks like Heath Slater on drugs. He looks like if Heath Slater went to Japan. He looks like if Heath Slater <laughs> shot two bags of dope a day. He looks like Heath Slater before he got on NXT. He looked like Heath Slater <laughs> with kids and three bad baby mamas. <laughs> no, that was actually a storyline for Heath Slater. The I got kids shit. I know he got kids, but I'm adding on to it because bro, look like he's like drugs, <laughs> bro. El Fantasmo looks like he's no, on drugs. No, don't do that. Bro. Let's not do that, bro. He's he's the good wrestler. He's really cool. I didn't say he won't good. I'm just saying you telling me that this nigga don't look like he off his fucking. He, he looks like the. Uh, he looks like the Wisconsin Snipe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He looks, looks like a guy who who goes to church, man. Like he no, looks. He doesn't. And he looks picture, like a wholesome man. In this picture, he actually looked like Jackson Riker cousin. 
No, he does. With the hair and everything. No, that's hey, a terrible picture. That must be. That's an old, terrible fucking picture. But no, dudes with attitudes is the best trio. I'm I'm calling it right now. When the trios titles drop, dudes with attitudes need to be the inaugural trios champion. That nigga Shingo is going back to. I don't care Japan. if he's going back. He needs to come back you know just to fight gets, with these guys. You know who gets the trios belts when they first come out? It's going to be between the elite or the undisputed elite. One of the two. But dudes with attitudes should start it. Spark it off. They could have that match every year, just that one match, and I'd watch it. Entertaining. Enough needed to happen for me to watch it again. A lot of these matches on this card is going to be rewatchable. That's why I like this card. To me personally, a lot of these matches are going to be rewatchable. That, the, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Osprey match is next, right? No. Oh, well, it's That's Tony Storm and them, right? Yes, it's Tony Storm. Yeah. And Thunder Rosa. Good match. Two beautiful women. High hitting. Who kicked they, each other's asses. Thunder Rosa. I didn't like the finish, but, you know. I liked it because uh, Tony was going for the, like, Tony had the arm injury. And she kind of just, like, noticed it the first time she couldn't get the finish off on her. She went for the power driver the first time. Like, she couldn't get it off. I, and it I was like scared. she, she kind of understood that. Every time if, she go to grab somebody for that Storm Zero, that fucking spike power driver, bro, I get scared because that don't look like it'll kill her. Yeah, man. and I think all, I'm starting to look at all elites, uh, women's ring psychology a little bit different. Um, yeah, they like to go out there and kill each other. Not really. Yes and no. It's like depending on who it is, you have to fight a certain way. And, like, the people who teach me that is, like, Britt Baker, uh, Thunder Rosa for sure, Serena D for sure, and, uh... Tony Storm. She just got here. I'm trying to give you another name that's kind of, like, you can really go with and be like, yeah, you're right. But those are the ones that I can go off the top of my head and say, the, you can put them against anyone on the show and they can make them look good. Um, oh, Tay Conti. Yeah, Tay Conti would be the next one. Yes. Yeah, Tay Conti. Correct. Uh, Tay Conti. Yes. For sure. That, was, that would be my fifth one. Those, they have so many different elements to their wrestling styles. And they can fight in all different kinds of matches. Those are your five, these are your five, you know, like women. You know, like who can go against anyone. And then you add everyone else to that, and you add those styles to it, and that's pretty much kind of what you get. I'm not even going to lie. You got shit. You got Ember Moon in there now. You got Ruby. There's so many different. You got Ruby. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's so many. It's different. The women's division is definitely a lot different than it was two years ago. Two years ago, we weren't even talking about. So, like, this match was, like, a changing of, like, the era for me. Like, for me, this was their match. Like, all right, y'all motherfuckers can wrestle now. Like, this was it. Nah, Britt it, And it down. didn't go. Brit I'm not saying that these home. people didn't do anything. I'm just saying this was the, okay, I can y'all, watch this the now. Women, y'all have top women that have top matches. Yes, this was a top match. This felt like a top match. 
Realistically. Yeah. So I like, mean, it was the only women's match that made the card. It was the yeah. only women's match that should have been on the card. New Japan doesn't have any women, you know, so. They they directly work with Stardom, though. Yeah, the but we don't want to see Stardom versus these girls because I just don't want to see that. I hardly want to see, see Rio. It. And then we, we got two say, years we of that. Too much of you know, like. Right now, anyway. So, I'm good on that. This match was their match that said, all right. Every I feel like every women's title match should be this way at, from now on. It should feel like a big fight. <coughs> and that's how I, I'm glad Thunder Rosa goes over. But I don't think she Wait goes over. Wait till my girl Mercedes Renato pop up in that matter. I don't think it's happening yet. Yeah, it ain't official tissue. Bro. It's not happening yet. But it's let's see what was the next that. match. After that was the match you brought up. Uh... Mr. Osprey and Mr. Orange Cassidy. To me, this is the match of the night. And not because this is the first match I pulled up on. This realistically was the uh had the best spots uh realistically. The crowd was the most invested like in the match. Not with the characters, but the match. What they did to each other every time a kickout happened, it was crazy. It was this was the the match that this was the part that was like the the turn up of the like this turned the show up even more. Like, it was like injecting like more like it's like putting more batter on a turkey, you know? Like it was the first facing it. It was the first men's singles match of the whole night. It was. That is also correct. You you. you I was tired of seeing the the clusters, you know? They so had three. You give me Osprey we got, versus Cassidy. Bro, let me tell you what they did. From the pre-show until... Cassidy. From the pre-show until Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa, we got... All tag one, teams and triple threat. All like tag teams minutes. except for except for Lance Archer and Nick Camarado. They got a singles match on the pre-card. Yeah, that doesn't even count. And don't nobody yeah. give a rat's monkey's ass about Lance Archer. No, Lance Archer's going to do good in that, in, that, in that G1 as well. It's going to be a good G1. He's going to do good in the G1 because he got the exposure no, he's on the, the AWC. He's in the big man. He's in the big man block. They have like a big man block this year. I think Jonah's in that shit. Jeff Cobb is in that shit. Jonah is... Uh, What's the guy? Yeah, yeah from, from NXT. NXT. Yeah, there's there's a couple big guys in that in that whole bracket where like I don't know who wins that full bracket. It's gonna be a good. You're gonna be one to watch. G1. He was, it's he gonna was, be good. He was the boy that got fired right after he won the belt. Yeah, it's so crazy. I thought he should have been on the card today. Today he fits on the card, and it's crazy how that happens. Like today he fits on the card. Like, for sure on SmackDown. For sure on Raw. They crazy. Sometimes um, the E just have to make those cuts, man. That's where we get it. Vince was getting that cut. He had to make those cuts. Osprey and Cassidy was pretty good. But for me, it was what was next. We got Zach Osprey and Cassidy, to me, is a... Is, I, I can show someone... If you want to see exciting wrestling, this is how it goes. I can show someone that match. That was one of the most exciting wrestling matches People are going to talk about all these matches when they rewatch these matches. A lot of these matches are going to get slept on because there's so much wrestling going on in the world right now. But this card is going to stand out. This card stands out already more than me than All Out. What was the last? No, Double or Nothing was the last one. 
this card already stands out a little bit more to me. Well, that's that's I can see that. Um, but the Rock doesn't give a damn. No, I'm joking. No, it's true. Um, it's true. It's damn true. But no, next match was the match that I was like, okay, this is what I've been waiting for. I knew who they was calling on, and I just needed to see it. Who was it? We got Zack Sabre Jr. versus my man, Antonio Cesaro, a.k.a. Well, now known as Claudio Casanogli. Casanogli. He came in. The Swiss Superman. He came in and put that work in. First of all, Zack Sabre Jr. proved to me he is by far. This was his first American pay-per-view other than uh, the finals. I would say the finals. That final, that semi-final shit that they had with the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. That was kind of like a pay-per-view feel, I guess. Right. This is his biggest uh, pay-per-view in America match. He proved to me he deserves to be in the E. He deserves to be like looked at like a top guy. You know America. why he deserves to be in the E? You know why Zach Saber deserves to be in the E? Because he is getting rid of the oxygen thieves. No, Zach Saber Jr. Oxygen thieves. Everyone's a wanker in his eyes. <laughs> he is the most obnoxious heel I've ever met. Like I've ever seen recently. Like recently, it's this like him and Sami Zayn are like the most obnoxious heels, and they play the they play the role so well. Like he makes it look like he's a genius, and he can make everyone in the world tap, and everyone else. Fucking sucks. No one should be talking while he talks. Like, Sami Zayn is the other guy who's, like, just obnoxious. Like, this they're nigga. weasels. And they, they fucking suck. But they can fucking go. But Zack Sabre Jr., to me, stole the show. Him when and he, Orange Cassidy stole the show this week. When, when Buddy did his promo on Brian before Brian announced he won't be at the show. Yeah. He called niggas oxygen thieves. As they, as they deserve. And it, as they took deserve. Me, it took me a, like, a, like when he first said it, I was like, huh? And then I was like, uh, oh, oxygen thief. You, you, a, why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, a waste, you, you a waste of life. It was, it was. It was it was it was a, it was it was a crazy match though. All in all, it, it looked like it was gonna be like a a, a, a immediate squash, right. and then it wasn't. And then he goes into like all these transitions. I love the spot where he has him in the armbar, and they roll out of the ring because he won't let go of the armbar. So he picks his ass up and walks him to the Just ring, walks him and up, throws his ass, yeah, and like, drops his monkey ass that over was, the top. Like, certain things like that are like good spots. If you if you you pay attention, you'll understand with spots, how spots work, man. It's perfect. Works perfectly. But all in all, Cesaro wins. He's his first WNAW. He deserves uh, all the love he's going to get, and especially in Blood and Guts. Jesus Christ. What he might do in Blood and Guts is crazy. 
And then uh, next up, we got the uh, Fatal Four Way. Jesus. Fatal Four Way IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. Jay White. Switchblade. Leader of the Bullet Club. Hangman Adam Page, former Ooh. lackey of the Bullet Club. Adam and uh, leader of the Dark Order. Found Adam Cove, a uh, former NXT lackey. champion. Former, former lackey, lackey of in the, the Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Nah, he was almost the leader at one point. Almost ain't almost ain't the leader. Yeah, he almost wasn't as well. You're right. You know, him Switchblade kinda took over. They have Bullet Club ties. He was also a lackey. You're right. Um, and then the Raymaker himself, Kazuchika Okada. I love the way the uh, the ring announcer injured pain calls his name. Okada Kazuchika! Like, <laughs> that shit is so fire. And then he's immediately quiet. Like, I love that shit. His... his he gets the biggest pop of the night because he's the GOAT right now. He is the Rainmaker. He is the Rainmaker. And all in all, I thought it was a perfect match um, un- up until the injury happens. We know that there was a different finish and we had to finish it differently because of the injury to Adam Cole. Jay White slides out like he's supposed to and pushes on. Into the G1 Climax. I can't wait for him in the G1 Climax. Like, I can't wait for that whole shit to go down, man. It's going to be insane. To have the blocks and have the two the two from each block. Like, oh my gosh. And that be your eight men. That's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be one of the best stories that they're going to be able to tell in New Japan coming up. But all in all... Uh, I give that match of every match I think was the after those one on one matches after Tony Storm happens, everything is fours and up. Everything was kind of bangers from this point on. Mm-hmm. This was the only match that had the, the the sour finish, and that was because of an injury that was getting it was getting close to the finish so. Can't be but so mad at it. You you protect your guys, you know? I'm still giving that show three out of five. I know, I'm not trying to convince you. I understand. <laughs> you you've already made your mind up. I thought this was a, a phenomenal show. No, I think but, five out of five is good. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. And then we got But one then one we got the main show. event. The main event. We get uh Jonathan Moxley. John Moxley versus, versus yeah, Hiroshi Tanahashi. He is the John Cena, uh, realistically. He's the doctor of thugonomics to New Japan. He's been, uh, they say he's been ducking. He, he hasn't really been ducking. Okada, uh, he Okada. responded. Tanahashi no, responded. He hasn't been ducking Moxie. Moxie's been calling Tanahashi out since he got to New Japan. And Tanahashi's been like waving him off. And Tanahashi pretty much told him he wasn't on his level. Like, you're not here yet. And I think this was the crowning moment to say, okay, John Moxley's here now. Not only is he here, his time is now. 
John yeah. Moxley is now John Cena. <laughs> That's what it looks like in AEW. And we're going to get John Cena versus CM Punk. He's the right Coming he, back. He's like, if John Cena, if John Moxley is like if Raven and John Cena had a love child. Yeah, the headbutt while he's already bleeding after Tanahashi was, that was like as vicious as it can get. There were some vicious moments in that match. Even the ending of how he ends Tanahashi off because Tanahashi wouldn't give up. It was kind of just vicious. Like, some good moments in that match. Back and forth matches. The high lows. The high, the high fly flows that uh, Tanahashi hits. All was fire. But, yeah, the ending was good. Jericho Appreciation Society immediately Hit comes out. Like kicks a bunch ass. Of <laughs> all the jabronis come out. Uh, Kingston and the boys come out. Handle Benet. They, they, get, they, they get into it. Uh, they eventually handle Willa Willie Uta and the, and the rest of the guys come out. And then Cesaro comes out. Willie Uta ADP still don't work. Yeah, so he he cleans house. Shows that he's going to be in the Blood and Guts match. And that he's going to be number two or three. Oh, man. It's going to be a good show. But at the end of the show, I don't know if anyone else noticed. And I want to get this in really quick because we need to... We need to it was a good show. All in all, we already gave our, our stars on it. Great show. At the end of the show, and this was my favorite part about the show, Eddie Kingston was spazzing at John Moxley because he legit doesn't fuck with Claudio. Like, <laughs> so he's spazzing at the end of the show. And because we don't have, pe- like, AEW is not a peacock thing. We can't go run it back like that. Like, we just have to remember the memory. I, I'll never forget John Moxley, like, talking to Kingston, like, yo, what's your deal, bro? Like, blood all over his face. Like, what's your deal? He's like, no, fuck this nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they're, if you watch the ending, Eddie's outside of the ring while everybody's celebrating. Like, Jericho no more at the top of the ramp. Everybody, like, Tanahashi's still on the ground. Kingston's just looking around like, I can't believe this shit. It was a good moment. I think they're going to do something with that. And that's going to be the demise. If Jericho Society wins, it's going to be because of that moment. If Jericho Appreciation Society wins, it's going to be because of that. And Kingston's going to screw over Moxley. That's going to be the story. Jericho wins. And it looks like Jericho is like the greatest of all time. after this. He's going to look like the greatest of all time. Either that happens or uh, Jericho just looks like he's still our GOAT. Our GOAT because he's Jericho. <laughs> but we could, we could move on though. Let's move on to some other shit. Since we was, we, you know, we were talking about John Cena and shit. You got John Cena still fighting theory at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's going to fight someone else. I don't know who it's going to be, though. I, I want him to fight Lashley. I want him to fight Cody at the Royal Rumble. No, I don't want to see that either. I want him to fight Lashley. Austin Theory, if Austin Theory beats Bobby Lashley, then it's a different thing. Then I want to see it, but I don't, I don't know. I think that's the only match that I think is going to go over, and that's what I wanted to go over in this show. I wanted to talk about the card coming up, man, because we pretty much got the card. There's got there's not gonna be more than six matches. WWE doesn't even work like that. We just talked about almost forty minutes worth of AEW shit. 
WWE, we kind of know how this shit's going to go. But I'm excited for a couple things. All right, so we got Theory and Bobby Lashley. I think this is probably the most uh, less built hype. Let's go hype the Vince challenge for the young bull. Yeah, so Vince all pick, all handpicked guys going against Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley, we love Bobby Lashley. We fuck with Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, you my nigga. Yeah, so I'm picking Bobby Lashley realistically to lose this match, but not lose the match. I think he wins by disqualification. Therefore, uh. Theory walks out with the title, which is not bad. I want to see him in spots like that because I know he's about to take an L. John Cena. You know, right. like show me he can still go without showing me he can go. Right. So I think this is the moment where he he goes, gives Bobby Lashley at least twenty good minutes, and just says, "Fuck it, I'm going to just get myself disqualified because I'm going to walk out with the title," and. That sounds like WWE logic. After that, how do you feel about the match? Uh, I mean, it's this whole card is kind of lackluster to me. I wouldn't go that far. I I, I actually think this is going to be a better show than we think it's going to be. You're saying that because the sad puppy over here misses his Cody bear. That's what's going on over here. That's what I don't know. That's what's going on. That, in the words of real. Fuck that. Rum can have a Cody bear. I don't have a Cody bear. No, you have a Cody bear. I don't have a Cody bear. Okay? <laughs> the tribal chief is not on the show. Oh, you're right, though. I think you're right about that. Both of them, actually, take a damper on the show. Having both of them on the show makes that show a lot better. Literally, every, a lot both, better. Both companies are missing their top stars. We, I hate to go backwards, but we just talked about Forbidden Door. There was no CM Punk. There was no MJF. There was no Brian Daniels. There's no Kenny Omega. There's no Kenny Omega. No, I get it. There's a, because we're getting an overhaul of wrestling. And this is what I told people. I told people this was going to happen, and it's bad. I don't know. I told before the podcast thing. I kept saying they're going to overhaul us. And I think that's what's going on. But I think this was the best we get from it. Forbidden Door. But let's not go back. Let's go uh, move forward. Tag team match. Street Profits versus the Usos. For the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Street Profits. Usos. uh, Tina. This is going to be a five-star match. I'm calling it. I think this is going to be the match that's going to be like, all right, what do you remember from the show? I'm not going to say Meltzer's going to do it. We don't don't fuck with Meltzer on here anyway. You know, I'm just saying. All in all, when you really think about it, like, who else can put on a five-star tag team match in the E with the Usos? In the E? Other than the New Day. In the E... With the Usos other than the New Day. Tag Bro- team. Brothers pretty. No, they're not even there yet. And we don't talk about NXT over here anyway. Um, and I don't think they're there yet. Like I said. There's no one else, bro. These are the guys. If anybody's going to take the titles from them, it's going to be them. 
I don't think it's tonight, though. Maybe at SummerSlam it happens. Who knows? SummerSlam sounds like a better ideal. A more ideal thing happens. Um, what do you think? Street Profits up? Street Profits down. Street Profits and down. They're going to have to smoke. They're going to have to smoke. <laughs> they're going to have to. You got uh, Ronda versus Natalia. Ronda going over. That's all I got to say about that. If yeah. more about it, then that's all you <clears throat> Okay, I'll, I'll, you're right, actually, we shouldn't talk about it, but Ronda is being booked strong again. Yep, that's all that matters. I think Ronda... That's all that matters, she's being booked strong. I don't know how we, I don't know how we, what do we get from this going into SummerSlam? She needs something going into SummerSlam from this. What do we get from this? Something has to happen. You think Charlotte comes back? I think Charlotte comes back. No, she... On the road with AEW backstage with her hubby. No, she's going back. It's time to wrestle. SummerSlam's coming up. She don't give two rats asses about wrestling. I promise you, they're fighting at SummerSlam. Charlotte and who? Charlotte and Ronda. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. And that's what's going to happen. Natalia, we don't have it. We're not. We're not. No, we're not going to go there like you said. We got Carmelo versus Bianca Belair. Bianca goes over with nothing else to talk about. Yeah, and and you know what this is? <clears throat> Realistically, this She's is playing the bait game too. No, this is where Sasha and Naomi were supposed to be. In the E. Yeah, if if the E like this is Sasha, and Naomi were supposed to be taking these L's at Money in the Bank, and this is the job they didn't want to do, and these are the two women that do it. How can you not look at these two women, like Carmella and Natalia, as stars, like as better as better team players? Like people might say what they want about these two, because they definitely like one is tied in wrestling wise. The other one has pretty much been put in better spots, uh, either organically or inorganically. You know, right? So. It's like either you get this, these two, or you get us. And it kind of sucks, you know? Like, we know Bianca's going over. We know Ronda's going over. But I would have loved to see Bianca versus Naomi and Ronda versus Sasha. That would have made this card so much better. Way better than I think we should have. Like, this would have made the card. Right. And that hurts. I don't think it's a bad thing to make, like, to have them as the women's title, like, with the women's championship going like this. I don't know. But Bianca's going over. Carmella's going to do the moonwalk, I bet you. And she's going to, I don't even think, I think she Goldbergs her. I think she gives her the Goldberg. I think she loses in, in like, three minutes. Squash. Like real squash, but so we got our women's money in the bank. We got Lacey, Liv, Alexa, Raquel, Oscar, Becky Lynch, and who's the one I'm missing? Shotzi. Shotzi. That's our our, our what six? 
Is that six? Is that what I named? It might have been one more Four, than six. Five, six. No, seven. Yeah. That's so, seven. Yeah, that's seven. So I just named seven. Um, out of those names, who deserves it right now? I think Liv. Liv gets the best moment from it. Uh, if not Liv, I go Shotzi. Those are my two picks. I would hate for Alexa to win it because she's already won it before. I would hate for Oscar to win it because she's already won it before. Didn't Becky lost? All, Becky didn't have one, did she? Becky never had a, a money in the bank. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Not to my knowledge. I don't. Yeah, no. So if if we're not looking at them, we gotta look at the future. And we look at the future. You got Lacey, you got Liv, and you got Raquel. Raquel, if they give it to her, everyone that would be the shocker. Of the right night. now, she's just the big girl. The, the yeah, people. Yeah, she's to me. Either she's beating. She's to me right now. Either she's beating people real bad, or they feeding her people that know how to beat her. Yeah, she's to me right. I I like the match. I think all in all, the person who gains the most from the match is Liv. Liv gets the good pop. Liv gets the good pop. If Liv wins it and she pulls it, she gets the crazy pop. So, uh, we got the men's. And the men's is still good. I I love how the men's look right now. We got uh, Riddle. We got Seth. We got almost. We got Drew. We got Sheamus. We got Sammy. And who's the one I'm missing? I'm missing one. I don't know who it is. Almost. Riddle. Seth. Drew. Sheamus. Sammy. I don't know. There's supposed to be a couple more. Maybe there's more coming on SmackDown. Maybe we high. Or maybe we just ski. Maybe I, I would hate for. I know. I would love Ricochet to be in that shit. I would love Gunther to be in there. I want Gunther to have a match on the card as well. I want a rematch with him and uh, Ricochet to end that feud. Where he Ricochet gives him a better match. Ricochet could give him 10 minutes and make him look better than he did in, in, in that five-minute wash he got. Like, you know? You don't think so? Good. If not, throw him in the money in the bank, you know? Right. I feel it. I feel it. Because it's like you you don't want to not do nothing with him. Yeah, you know, on, you a, on the car. But you can't play some too high on the car. <laughs> exactly. So... Give me, give me a feud in there with him and uh, Ricochet so he can do something else now. Maybe they don't have anything else for him to do, so you keep him off the car and you keep this, to, to keep this show not as like stale. Like, keep that rivalry at least not stale. And you only see it like you only see it on SmackDown type vibe. 
then maybe it's different. But right now, give me Gunther in here and a couple other yeah. people. Yeah, I would even like Kevin Owens to get in. I don't think Kevin Owens is in. <laughs> but all in all, that's that's the gist of the card. I don't think there's anything else that can be it's added not. to the card, realistically. Not too much. Out of those names, who's winning, I'm taking realistically. Matt Riddle. It's. I think it's official. I think it was always Matthew me. Riddle on the top. I think Matt Riddle is taking Cody's place as the guy who wins it. So yes. yeah, with Seth in it, I would love for it to be Seth though. If it's Seth and Seth is the what two time, he becomes a two time Money in the Bank. How many other people have done that? I think Edge maybe. Edge did it twice. And CM Punk did it twice? I think it was once for Punk, but I could No, CM Punk did it twice for sure. I know for certain he run he ran them back to back actually. Like that's how good it was. The Rumble? No, no, the money in the banks. Oh the money in the banks, right. Yeah, he won them both at WrestleMania's. Mm. That's how I remember Punk. See you had already tapped out. Yeah. See, Punk won two Money in the Banks at WrestleMania. Like, and won the titles both times. Cashed in perfectly both times. One time as a face, one time as a hit. Like, perfect. He, he set the perfect tones. All in all, I'm going with Matthew Riddle to win it. I think you, you, you let Randy come back around Roy Rumble. And then you, you, you put that title on the line, like somehow uh, Randy fights Roman at, at Royal Rumble using that uh, money in the bank. And that's the cash in. Right. I would love for it to be a triple threat and you just do Roman versus RK Bro. Or two out of three falls in a handicap match type weird shit. Have a triple threat match for for the both titles and have Roman do a match with Roman, Seth, and Cody at, at WrestleMania. Yes, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see what I want to say, but because if that's time. the case, no, that's the card. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no, that's it. At, at this point, I, I think we'll get an Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens match, maybe. Johnson. Maybe we get a Judgment Day match versus uh the Mysterios. The I know that's coming up on Raw. You know, like, there's a couple matches coming up. Um, I'm high as a bitch. Yeah, no, we smoked a, we smoked a good amount today. Big shout out to Yeah, we didn't give out any shout outs. We've been, we've been slacking on our shout outs. But since we're going to give out all our shout outs now, let's just end it off with shout outs. Let's shout out to Silk Road Hydros. Shout out to that guy keeping us entertained, just like Cedric. Um, I probably dropped the dance in here twice. Uh, shout out to Everfresh for providing our refreshments. Uh, Shout out to Glad for keeping everything great. We're going to keep uh, 
Dawn to make everything uh, smelling good in here. Everything smells good because of that Dawn. We got a lot of things going on, man. We, we got to shout out some cool shit. What, what else do we have going on? Uh, shit. Who knows? We don't have much of nothing going on other than more shows, more content. But shout out the rim, shout out the Lomax, shout out the homies. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the homies. And, and shout out to the niggas. They all are. Anyway. Shout out to Hulk who pulled up last week. Oh, yes. And we, you, you guys will get another guest soon. Yeah, we got a couple more guests coming up. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about a couple different things, man. We, we got a lot of guests coming up in the next couple episodes. So, you know, just keep listening in. This this episode, we want to talk about what's going on next because next is what's coming up, and there's a lot of good things that just happen. Uh, wrestling's in this space where it's either too much or not enough. So it's an overhaul. It's hard. To, it's, it's it's easy to cover everything, but it's hard to cover it all. But hey, let's end it off, man. I'm, I'm out. We can go. All right. Well, again, my name is Lion Khan. It's fucking dope. Two Jews, please respect it. And that's a wrap. Well, there's fighting and spitting. What's the rest of it? My discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. <laughs> ass kicking anthem. Heavyweight of bantam throwing. Think it's throwing cans for ransom. The microphone phantom. <laughs> Tips. Yeah, I know the words, bitch. Stop playing. <laughs> hey, no, you knew it, though. That's crazy. I almost knew that. We out, though.